the most spe um gem monkey. The name is Gem Monkey, and it its coat, its monkey coat shines. Yeah, that's that's a thing. Like, do that. like gems. That's why it's yep, called yep, Gem Monkey. All right, let me think for a second how that can come together. Let me pause here. All right, so this is Ollie in the case of the gem monkey. So Ollie was excited. Ollie was a member of the Maryland Zoo in Baltimore. And there was a new animal coming. Everybody's excited. It was a gem monkey. A very rare monkey. Also, don't put your hand in there. It was a very rare monkey. This coat was sparkled like gems. And it had like a little spot in the center of its chest and on the back of its shoulders. It looked just like there's a gem sitting there. It was crazy. Very unusual monkey. Very special. It's coming all the way from Madagascar. And, and yeah, tomorrow is going to be the opening day of the exhibit. They built a special new exhibit for the monkey. It's going to be really cool. And tomorrow's the exhibit, and Ollie was ready to go. He's going to get there early have breakfast there and be like the first in line so he could definitely see the monkey. He was excited. And then, as he was thinking about that and starting to pack his lunch, he was going to pack his lunch there for the day, he got a call. And he picked it up and it was the, it was the, uh, the zookeeper, the head zookeeper. He said, I'm looking for Ollie the octopus. Said, this is he. He said, hi, this is Milton Hearn. I'm the head zookeeper at the, the, at the Maryland Zoo in Baltimore. I said, okay, yes, hi, um, how can I help? I said, well, Mr. Octopus. I said, oh, no, please call me Ollie. Mr. Octopus is my father. Get your hand out of my honey. Stop that. Turn to stop. I said, oh, okay, sure, Ollie. Um, we hear you're a top-notch detective, and I'm afraid we have a terrible mystery and not a lot of time to solve it. I said, okay, I'm Ollie Ayers. What's going on? I said, the gem monkey. Have you heard about the gem monkey? I said, yeah, yeah, I'm excited to see it tomorrow. I said, well, hopefully you're going to see it before tomorrow, because if you don't, no one's going to see it tomorrow. The gem monkey is missing. There's people out. There's people out. Well, we're outside. Why can't they be outside? Y'all should be inside, but we're going to do the story first. It's okay. All right, so the monkey has gone missing. The gem monkey has gone missing. It's terrible. Oh, I said, oh. I'll be right there. Where's Ollie? What? Where's that Ollie? I don't know. I don't know about it. So about 20 minutes later, Ollie... It's maybe a cat. It might be a cat, yeah. That so, Okay, focus in. Girls, focus in. Focus in, please. Okay, it's a cat. It's a cat. Okay, probably. People have cats. Um, so yeah, it all got there about 20 minutes. Greta, come on, stop, honey. Stop. Listen to the story. Pay attention. So 20 minutes later or so, all we got there, and the, the, the head zookeeper was waiting there. I uh, said, Ollie, Ollie, come on in. And he had a little, his little golf cart, you know? And um, so they went straight to the gem monkey exhibit. It was kind of behind, you know where like, the train is and there's that little food court? It's kind of over there. And so, so, so what happened is we would, we'd been getting this ready and we had the gem monkey in a temporary um, enclosure inside. 
we have some like temporary enclosures that you know aren't shown to the public. Uh, they're kind of over by the penguin house. And you know, we've been checking on them, Jim Monkey, you know, every day, taking care of him, feeding him, all that good stuff, and getting this enclosure here ready. And well, when we went to go feed him this morning, as we came in, about 8 a.m. or so, he's gone. He was just gone. The door was locked. There was no other entrance or anything, but the, the gem monkey was just not there anymore. We don't know what happened. We're flustered. I said, all right. And as they were talking about this, they were driving to, to the gem monkey, to the temporary enclosure, the gem monkey had been. So I said, well, let me take a look around. Yep, there's Brady, there's our cat. I looked around and said, well, so the door's locked. You have the key, I, I imagine. So he said, yeah, here you go. And he handed all the key. So I tried the lock, and it, it clicked open just fine. He poked around in there. And first I thought maybe the monkey was really, really good at hiding, like it had gotten into one of the air conditioning grates or something. But they were all firmly shut and locked. The only way, all the ways in were shut. There was no way you didn't have the key to get in. Oh, I said, all right, let's think here. Well, what does the monkey, what is it like? So, well, the monkey eats a lot of oats, sort of unusual in that respect. Other than that, it's got a pretty normal kind of monkey diet. It eats some, some bugs and some fruit, um, some bread if it wants, although it's not that good for a monkey to eat a lot of bread. Um, I said, well, is there anything like that around here? But, you know, I guess if you got out, out, you know, there's the food court stuff here and there's the popcorn. Um, that's my only guess, though. All right. Let's check around the, the food court and see if we see any evidence of a monkey break-in. So they looked all around the food court and the popcorn stand and all that stuff, and it was, everything was just exactly as it should be. No signs of a monkey getting in there and wrestling around. So, so that was out. The zookeeper said, I'm very worried. It's a big park. And if the monkey got out, we might never find it again. Druid Hill is a big park. It could go anywhere. And there's some other parks that are connected to it. It could get all the way down into the Jones Falls. It could go anywhere in the city, practically. And gem monkeys are fast and sneaky. I said, yeah, I'm worried too, but I think, I think we're going to find it. So we didn't find it anywhere in the food court. Let's go over and look at its new enclosure. Maybe it found that. We looked over there, and no, it wasn't there. Looked in all the open places, it looked in all the hiding places, because, you know, a lot of good zoo enclosures have a place for the animal to hide so that it can, you know, get some alone time when it wants it. But no, it wasn't there either. I said, well, let's think about it then. So who saw the gem monkey last, last night? Yeah, so the last feeding is at 5 o'clock, right before everyone goes home, uh, is when this, the gem monkey is scheduled for feeding something. Stuff. And yeah, I handled that feeding myself, actually. So I guess it would have been me. Uh, I can tell you I didn't steal the monkey. So well, I believe you, it would be odd of you to bring in a detective if you stole the monkey yourself. But, um, <clears throat> so you saw the monkey, you fed the monkey, and then you locked the cage again. And the zookeeper said, yeah. I said, who else 
hatch the key. Brady, stop that. <coughs> I said, well, let's see. Brady was, Brady was scratching the neighbor's furniture. It's okay, not a big deal. He stopped. He's a good kitty. So, well, there's two, well, there's four of the people that have keys. Uh, the assistant zookeeper in charge of primates, uh, you know, has this key. And the night watchman has all the keys. And the veterinarian has the key. It's okay, he's allowed to be in the yard. He's just going to wander around for a little bit, and then after he gets good to bed, he'll probably be waiting at the door to be let back in. Don't worry about him. He's fine. So, well, let's bring him in. Who, who's... I assume everyone but the night watchman's here now, right? And he said, yeah, I'll bring him on. He got on the radio and he said, hey, uh, Sherry and, and Mitch, I need you all to come over to the temporary enclosure for the gem monkey. Uh, right away, please. And uh, Sherry, the veterinarian, arrived first. Now I talked to her, and she said, "Yeah, I mean, I was, I was in here yesterday, about two o'clock, just checking up on him, and then I went over to the new enclosure. I wanted to check some things about the, uh, the humidity level, because where this monkey lives in, you know, nature is very humid. So we have like a fogger in there, making it humid for the monkey." Um, Don't worry about it, we're not going out on the sidewalk. You don't need to see. You need to listen to the story. said, yeah, and I haven't seen the veterinarian. said, yeah, I haven't seen... I didn't go over there after. I had some other things I was doing just in you know, record keeping. Shh. Honey, that's not... Just some record keeping. Can you please be quiet? You're being good, honey. You don't have to listen to the story. As she was finishing up, the, uh, the assistant zookeeper in charge of primates came. He said, yeah, I mean, I was there a lot yesterday taking care of the gem monkey. It's a little, I don't know, I'm a little worried about the gem monkey here. It's very different than its natural habitat. Uh, so I was just checking up on it, making sure it was okay, making sure it was adjusting all right. And then I had some other stuff to do with the other primates, uh, just you know, routine checks and things like that, and some feedings. So that was up, that was up to. And I said, all right. So I'm a little concerned about the night watchman. I think it, maybe the night watchman might have something to do with it. So they called the night watchman on the phone, and I talked to him over the phone, and he just, you know, he's just a regular guy, he just has a security job. <clears throat> he said that he'd come by, he didn't really have any particular thoughts about the gem monkey. Elsa, what are you doing? That's entirely inappropriate, and you know it. What did Elsa do? Don't worry about it, she's not going to do it again. What does she do? She's not going to do it again, and we're not going to talk about it. Don't worry about the broadcast. Stop fiddling, and Elsa, honestly, you know better than that. I don't care about the broadcast, no one's listening to it. It's just for fun. Uh, yeah, he didn't really have anything, like, he didn't even really know that it was a special monkey. Um, he's just like, yeah, you know, I saw that, and then everyone's excited about this monkey. It seems like a cool monkey, I guess, I don't know. It's just a job, really. I mean, I like the zoo. It's a cool place to work, for sure. It's the best security job I've had. Get to see the animals and stuff. But I'm not like an animal expert. And I said, all right. While they're talking to the night watchman, 
the assistant zookeeper kind of skulked off. Everyone else was still there, like they wanted to solve the problem, wanted to find the monkey, and they started brainstorming, but all I noticed that the assistant zookeeper had left. I thought that was strange. The assistant zookeeper was just so passionate about these primates and about this primate in particular. Why wouldn't he want to be there to talk about how to find the monkey? And I found that very strange. So I said, why don't you guys keep brainstorming some ways we might search for the monkey? And I'm going to follow up on a, I'm going to follow up on a hunch. I said, okay, um, that's fine. That's it. So I always snuck out. I didn't sneak out. He walked out, but very quietly. He got out and he caught a glimpse of the assistant zookeeper. It was just turning the corner around, um, sort of toward the uh, the Africa exhibit, where the lions are. And Ollie followed him. He tried to catch up a little bit. He followed him. The guy went by the lion exhibit, and he went down. You know that snack bar they have there? Went past there. Then he went off of the side of the, uh, not on one of the trails, just started walking through the forest. Shh. Try to lean on me. Went over to, just walked through the forest part around to the side of the elephant exhibit. Stop. Sit. And all I followed him. And he went in the back door that said, exit only. And to all his luck, he let it, it, you know, it was on his automatic closer. And I was able to slip inside the door before it closed. And there, the, um, there I saw something he did not expect to see. Because there was a large, a large crate, like you'd use to carry a large dog on an airplane. I could um, use the stop. It was just a police officer driving by. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Um, like you would use to carry a large dog in an, on an airplane. And the guy went over. He put some oats and a banana into the crate. And he sort of whispered something to it. And then he went back. He went out toward the front, toward the, toward where the elephants are. I crept up over to the crate and looked inside. And there was the most beautiful monkey he'd ever seen. Its coat sparkled like gems. And in the center of its chest, and on the backs of its shoulders, it had these things that looked just like gems. I said, it's the gem monkey. The zoo assistant zookeeper is the one that stole the gem monkey. But why? I said, well, why is secondary? I gotta get this monkey is safe. So he looked around. He knew he didn't have much time because he didn't know what the assistant zookeeper was doing. Was he going to come right back? Was he going to leave there for a couple of hours? He had no idea. So he had to be sneaky and had to be careful. And he remembered that he had, that the zookeeper had called him on his cell phone. So I thought maybe the zookeeper used his cell phone to call me. So he sent a text message and put his phone on silent. He said, I'm in the back of the elephant exhibit. I didn't whisper, it's just a text message, but in his head he was whispering. I'm in the back of the elephant exhibit. The gem monkey is here. 
I think the assistant zookeeper is trying to steal the gem monkey. It's here in the back of the elephant exhibit, the exit only door around the back. Gotta hurry back. I don't know what's going on. I don't know where he's, where the assistant zookeeper's gone. He's got him here in a big crate. It's weird. Well, the assistant zookeeper, I mean, the, the head zookeeper did, had been calling him on the cell phone, and so he did get the text message. It took about three, four minutes, five minutes maybe, even for this message to get through, so I was worried. In the meantime, I had climbed up high to kind of hide somewhere, up in the rafters, you know, so he could... Well, he didn't really have a plan. He was trying to figure out what to do. He didn't want to, like, tackle the assistant zookeeper. The assistant zookeeper hadn't technically done anything illegal yet, but it was weird. And so he just waited, and they watched. And after about seven minutes after he sent the text message, the assistant zookeeper came back, so I was glad that he had hidden. And he came back, and he had some, um, some figs. And he fed the monkey some figs. And sort of sat there. And he was talking to the monkey. He said, oh, monkey, I'm going to get you out of here. I'm going to get you safe. This is not a good place for a monkey like you. I'm sorry. I should have... Uh, I don't know. I was excited... Before I real, it was too late before I realized that this isn't a good climate for you. I, oh, I can't believe I let this happen. It's all my fault. But don't worry. I'm gonna get you out of here. I'm gonna get you back to where you ought to be. I'm gonna find a way to get you back to Madagascar. And then all oh, I thought, that's what's going on. The assistant zookeeper thought that the monkey shouldn't be here, so he stole the monkey, trying to get it back towards home. It's admiral, but it's not the right way to go about it. He needs to talk to the head zookeeper. I wasn't sure what to do about that situation, but in the end, he didn't have to do anything. Because about a minute later, as the zookeeper, was, the assistant zookeeper was still talking to the gem monkey, a, t a key turned in the door, and in came the head zookeeper, <clears throat> the veterinarian, and the head of security. They had flashlights. They just came right in, and they said. Milton, was it Milton the name of the... Yeah. Milton, what are you doing? What's going on here? You explain yourself right now. And Milton said, what? Oh, no, uh, I mean, boss, it's, um, um, uh, I'm sorry. I, we don't have the right facilities to care for this monkey. And it's not right for us to keep him here. I was, I was going to figure out a way to take him home. And the head zookeeper said, Milton, you've worked here for six years. Am I an ogre? And Milton said, no. Do I care about the animals at my zoo? Said, yes. Do you really think that I would put one of my animals in danger? No, I know you wouldn't. Said, Milton, I appreciate your care. But this is an inappropriate way to deal with this situation. I'm sorry, Milton, but you're fired. And he said, the security chief, no, you're going to have to escort Milton off the premises. Take his badge, take his zoo ID. And the security guy said, should, we, should I call the police? Should we have him arrested? And the head zookeeper said, no, I don't think that's necessary. Milton had good intentions here, but he did not go about this the right way. He did a very wrong thing, even if it was for the right reasons. But he did do it for the right reasons. So no, I don't think he needs to be arrested. But he does need to be fired. But he does need to be fired. And Milton says, I understand. And they marched. Well, as, as the security guy came over to, to you know, Milton, give me your badge and your ID. And the walkie-talkie. 
Holly came down from the rafters. I said, Milton, I'm, I'm sorry. I had to be the one to bust you. Said, oh, that's what happened. Uh, I knew that there was going to be problems for me when they brought in a detective. I didn't think... I wasn't ready for that. So you've been here the whole time, huh, Ollie? I said, yeah. Yeah, I followed you from when you left the meeting. I said, oh, yeah. All right. Well, look, I'm really worried about this monkey, and I think you need to look again about whether or not we have the right facilities to care for him. And the veterinarian said, Milton, I'm going to be very sure that we can take care of this monkey right. We're going to go double-check everything for you. I'm going to check my files, I'm going to check the, the veterinary guides, and we're going to be careful. And zookeeper said, Ed Zookeeper said, all right, that's enough. We've heard his complaints. We're going to look into them. But we need to get this gem monkey to its temporary enclosure and get this day moved on. Ollie, thank you so much for your help. I don't know what could have happened. I'm not sure how he was going to try and get this <clears throat> gem monkey back to Madagascar. You can't just take a monkey on an international flight, certainly not on a zookeeper's salary. So they really you helped us dodge a bullet here, Ollie. I said, hey, you know, I love the zoo, and I'm excited to see this monkey when, when you're ready to display it. So I'm happy to help out any time. This one's pro bono. This one's on me. So that's very kind of you. But here's what I can do. I'm going to give you a three-year membership to the zoo. You just come by any time. I said, well, thank you. And that is the case of Ollie and the gem monkey. And he just went, go ahead, went ahead and ate his lunch. Oh, yeah, he had a whole full day at the zoo then, yeah. Why not, right? And he just sat and looked at the gem monkey and it's... Um, secret enclosure yeah. and ate his lunch and make sure he did not leave any crumbs at all. I mean the monkey's gonna leave some crumbs. Oh you mean Ollie? Yeah. Oh, then hit the monkey. Monkey's gonna leave crumbs. <laughs>